yeah. guest, our guest for today, didn't show, and uh, instead of recording one tomorrow, we just uh, impromptu did this with these guys because they were there. So we didn't have a topic. And hey, thanks a lot, guys. I we made it. We made it further than an hour, mostly talking about motorcycles, as we do. Welcome to You Are The Host, the podcast where you are the host. Today we have many hosts. We're here with Josiah, Nathan, and Andy, and then, of course, Taylor and myself. Yeah. What's going on, I don't guys? really need to be here. I'm, you know, oh. <laughs> I'm sort of less important. Uh, you're just kind of the main, <sighs> main special guest we got. So Special guest kind of, for life, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I was just a late addition. Okay. Josiah, you got to tell us a story now. Now that I made you wait. Uh, I got to tell the story now. Yeah, about, about what, what, you're I'm, what drinking. I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah. What, okay, so uh, long story. No, just long story. Nathan <laughs> decided he wanted to go and like blend some ice cream up with what did you want in it? Uh, I wanted mint ice cream, uh, and I wanted something mint ice cream and boozy, but I didn't have Bailey's. So I asked you what what to put in it, and so you're like. Uh. Vodka, Kahlua, and then mint ice cream. Yeah, uh, I thought that sounded great, but I don't have mint ice cream. I have peach cobbler, though, and vanilla ice cream, and Bailey's, and vodka. So, I put that all into a blender. Yeah, that sounds awful. Okay, but it's peach cobbler. It's like canned peaches and ice cream. It's going to be great. Anyways... Put it in the blender, and my blender uh, exploded. <laughs> the whole bottom half of it exploded. Peach cobbler everywhere. Ice cream all over my counter. My garbage is full. Didn't know what to do with this. I can't drink it because there's plastic and everything else in it. So uh, I put it in a Ziploc baggie, and it's sitting on top of my trash right now. It looks like baby, bo- baby vomit. Oh, beautiful. That's. I was so mad. Yeah, I mean, you still should have drank it. I like it matters. You licked it off the counter. Welcome back. Lick it off the counter. No, that's that's not for this site. This is a different site. Oh, Nathan, that is not working out. <laughs> With two people, though, it was like blurring your face out. <laughs> oh, your your cat is invisible. Hi, friend. Why is the cat invisible? Well, I mean, this blends in. It's natural yeah. camouflage. Yeah, for the audio listeners, they're just going to be lost this episode, and that's okay. That's, right. yeah, it's okay. No, they're not going to be lost. Okay, they're not going to be lost. Um. I do have a statement to make. What's that? Uh, I had somebody. Uh, I, I had this worded better in my head, but then as soon as you hit record, you like forget how words exist. Oh yeah, totally yeah. happens. Yeah. Anyways, I had somebody reach out to me, and the only reason I'm ma- mentioning this because they're not like a hater; they're like a genuine friend and a listener of this podcast. And so they reached out to me personally, and they were like, "I hate that you've had two episodes that are only hikers, like Kyle hates hiking and I be tat. Mm-hmm. They're like they're so boring, like they're sleepers, and like, <laughs> like." Uh, did skip. you explain to them that they don't have to listen to every episode? Yeah, I did say that. And then I said, skip those episodes. And that's the whole point of this podcast is that everybody brings like their interests on. So like, that's my way of bringing my interest on without just me talking about it the whole time. Yeah, but... So just and skip it's those not, episodes. Like, yes, <laughs> just... it, it happens to be your interest, but it's other people's interest. So that's the whole point of it. Like, people bring whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Okay, I think I think we've been looking at this wrong. I think we need to create the least productive podcast we possibly can. I vote we talk about the history of beige. No, I got a good topic, guys. Actually, I got a good topic that I could start us color? off with. <laughs> beige. I think we're yeah gonna... the color beige. <laughs> I, I got a better idea. Uh, when did cowboys exist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nathan. When the hell did cowboys exist? This is an actual question. No, no, no! I I listened to that podcast. <laughs> I already know. I already know the rabbit hole this is going down. Fuck! I think they exi- they exist in a uh, in a Taco Bell OnlyFans website. A Taco Bell OnlyFans with the Taco Bell Motel Six. Okay, okay, we're out of here. We're out of here. We're out of here. Andy, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself since you've never been on this podcast? Oh yeah, I haven't. Hello, welcome. Hi, to me. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. What do I do? I mean, do you do? I, what do I do? <laughs> what are some uh, hobbies and interests you have? Well, uh, much like my beautiful, blonde, beautiful, 
handsome, sexy, delicious man. Um, I'm a rock climber. I climb rocks for fun. I have definitely injured myself on more than one occasion. Rocks, rocks. or the rock? Yes. Both. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the proper I, I feel answer. like the argument of stairs needs to be brought up. The argument of stairs? Just hi, yeah. are you are a drugs over there. <laughs> Why are you interjecting that? Are that? you okay? <laughs> you know, rock climbers just climbing shit that needs stairs. Stair? Listen, what are we saying okay. about stairs? I'm so lost right now. I, I do love when my I, Apple Watch counts up how many flights I've done today. <laughs> you do three routes and it's three flights of stairs. Nothing more exhilarating than that at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, what else? I love artsy shit. I love arts and crafts. <laughs> you love I artsy do... shit. <laughs> I, I, I do arts and crafts. I so, do modeling. What kind, wait, what kind of dance. arts? What kind of arts and crafts? Modeling, uh, modeling and dance is that we were specifying as arts and crafts. No, no, oh, those okay, are okay. those are separate, uh, but equal. Um, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> sorry, I just, uh, I I just uh, wrapped my desk in vinyl. Um, it looks great. It's a little bit too blue, but um, I love blue, so I guess I can't complain. Um, what else? I I do makeup. I'm really good at makeup. If anybody needs a makeup artist in Minnesota, please please hire me. Wait, like, um, just, like, like, do you do special effects makeup, or is it just makeup makeup? Uh, like I makeup would like to where? get into special effects, okay. but okay. right now it's just, like, glamour, um, like, the everyday makeup, or, like, you know. I can do some kind of, like, uh, what's the word? Abstract stuff, like, more um, editorial. That's, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get into that, too. So. I think uh, Josiah, he probably needs a little bit of a make over there i was was gonna say i got a wedding coming up you know i need to look my best because frankly i'm spending way too much money (laughs) on a photographer so and that'll be five hundred dollars please no bitcoin only photography no photography is where they get you by the way it's such a scam i know it's just their time like printing pictures doesn't cost shit um at all and then like editing um most people just throw like an lightroom effect on it and they're like bada yeah. bing bada boom perfect yeah. what, what you really yeah. what you really should be paying for is like the skill of the photographer but then if they aren't like creative with their shots or they don't get the right shots then it's like a waste of money right yeah well like the thing about like so i have a photographer friend that i uh we have a shoot planned uh sometime in february um, and this will be like my first like actual gig, but uh, so she or <clears throat> my friend asked me to name my price for like to actually get paid because I wasn't expecting that, and I was like, "Shit, I don't know, like fifty bucks." And he says, "Go higher. We're shooting for like four hours," and I'm like, "I've literally only ever done this for fun before. I do not know how to provide rates for the service." Yeah, <laughs> like I, I've done I feel like that. high school that. prom for my friends, but you know, like what the fuck? How when, do I? When you're not expecting to get money, and then no. somebody's offering to pay you money, it puts you in such an awkward situation. And then I they know, they also won't knows. tell you how much they're gonna pay you, and it's like right, especially for like art, like in general, not just like a makeup artist, but like people who do like digital art or like actual physical medium art. Like it's just you know, like people really like to take advantage of people's artistic abilities. And then what's mm-hmm. the uh, there's like a Twitter account, a Reddit account, is like for exposure. It's like yeah, you uh, oh, you can yes. you can like internships, you know. It's just like, oh yeah, you'll get all of this experience, you'll get all of this exposure, but uh, we're not gonna pay you a cent because why would we? Well, what? internships yeah. are like hit or miss with that. Well, no, I think I think what you meant was like how YouTubers either try to flex their influence towards like there's one instance this you one YouTuber went to a hotel and she's like, hey, I'll shout out your hotel for influence and you give me a free room. And then the hotel was like, um, go fuck yourself. Why would I do that? Oh, yeah. No, that that does work in a lot of situations, though. It, there, there's a hiker. There's a hiker who did a really long hike in. Um, well, he did globally. He did an entire global hike. Hike. He was still flying and like being on boats and shit. But in order to get like free tickets and fr- free stays in rooms, like he would do work for those places. 
and like he would just be like i have a really popular social media and i'll do this like i'll take photos and upload them here or whatever and they were like just giving him free rooms and free boat rides and like all sorts of shit so that's different though. and he made it across think, he made it around the world like that yeah <laughs> he's he's so. also providing a service though i mean yeah so i mean he's providing yeah. a service of those photos or you know working whatever where like i think it's kind of crummy if you walk in and go yeah i have forty five thousand people on instagram i'll just say you're a good like place if you let me stay here for free like you're talking about you know a hundred dollar hotel room versus an ad but if you got 16 million followers they might say yes Right. It definitely depends. Yeah, it depends on your exposure. Joe Rogan filmed a podcast in the back of a gun range because he's Joe Rogan. So mm-hmm. it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I also do hair and shit. I did. I did this beautiful cut and color. Cool. Several that, months ago. That's why he looks like MGK now. <laughs> gotcha. Hey. Thank he... you for all my Spotify views. <laughs> Sir, I think you need a couple more tattoos. Hey, you want to drop a couple lines for us real quick? Um, you know, my ex, the one that makes it all feel complicated. I like to drive my car very, very far. Dude, the bars. <laughs> bars. Yeah, bars. You're going to go pro, 100%. The bars where I drop bars. The baby. The baby. The baby. What are you talking about, the baby? That are made of tar, just the bars. I don't know, man. Emily, how would you rate that? How would you rate that rap? I have people write all my shit. Comment. Yeah. So, Josiah, speaking of weddings, hey, we're engaged now. Congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! Yeah, we're gonna get married in the woods, which is the best way ever to do it. Yeah, why do you say that, Josiah? <laughs> okay, first from a financial standpoint, because I just stress about finances. How many people are actually going to hike out for it? Like three. Perfect idea. What? <laughs> like three yeah, people. It's so yeah. perfect, but it's also perfectly like you guys. It's not you're not conforming to the normal wedding thing, and I think that's totally okay. Like you're doing it how you want and not caring about anything else, and that is cool. Right, and the yeah. trick is we want a small wedding, so if we make people hike, less people will go. Dang, right. That's I would say, if you want, I can dangle you two off the North Shore cliffs over Lake Superior, and I'll send a priest down on a rope, and <laughs> you guys can <laughs> have it happen on ropes. Wait, my, my no, brother, don't. My brother is marrying us. Yeah, we already We're taking that. Yet. You want I'm that? Taking, I'm stealing okay. that, yeah. 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 You want to get married while we skydive? Um, just have think, some I a think priest. That'd be difficult. <laughs> Actually, no. I I have all of you beat. Taco Bell Hotel. No, that's my if the I was, chapel. The chapel in Vegas. That'd be great. The it's, chapel. Yeah, the Taco was, Bell Chapel. That was Taylor's first recommendation. And how about said, the... I'm sorry, I'm not going to be your your OnlyFans like wife. Oh, I thought you were about to life. say I'm not going to be your Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were my Chalupa. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. I was um, a cheesy gordita. Oh yeah. <laughs> my recommendation would be the uh, giant pyramid Cabela's in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Ooh. I know a guy. The big one. I'd get married right under the top. Or on top, actually. Mm. I mean, usually right on top. I don't know. I kinda <laughs> I kinda wanna climb I kinda wanna climb silence, you know? Five fifteen D. Easy road. Um, yeah. Easy, uh, easy. You guys wanna yeah, yeah, like yeah. talk about climbing and actually explain it for people who don't understand climbing? Oh, have we have um, we all not had a climbing podcast? No, you just go up in the story. Oh, you just go up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you look at something that needs stairs and you go, no. <laughs> and you just do it. Yeah. That's, that's literally it. Um, Spec Ops be doing that shit with grappling hooks. So, I mean, and most of the time, you can do like 15, 25, 50, 75 pull ups, but you still weigh 95 pounds. Rock climbing again. Who weighs 95 pounds? What? I- I lost. I him. can attest to that. Oh, you talking about her? <laughs> oh, I don't think he was talking about me specifically, but yes, that is that is approximately correct. Probably less, sometimes more. I mean, like the average is like ninety-five for the standard deviation of probably two pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, I took stats in high school. Skinny dudes. Yeah. I wish I could be tall and skinny like this one. Because, like, it just reaches everything. Back to where we were going. Um, rock climbing. <laughs> so you can either climb with a rope so you don't die if you fall. Um, or just don't fall and don't climb with a rope. Not that hard. Um, <clears> okay, <throat> hey, but that's, that's, that's the injury that I mentioned... Uh, that I mentioned in my introduction um, <laughs> when when there was one instance where I climbed without a rope. It was really embarrassing because I'd just gotten to the gym and I was warming up on this route. And uh, I uh, I slipped and I dislocated my elbow on the land. Hell and yeah. I'd, I'd just gotten there. I climbed maybe one other route before that. It was pretty hardcore. Really, really sad. I was in the hospital for five hours. I wish I was spending that climbing, but I didn't. And then you, and then you were a badass and went out there and climbed with one arm. Mm-hmm. Um, no. You let yourself. I looked heal. over at my arm and I said, "I don't think that looks right." When so when your arm's doing the stankula. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah. I didn't know you could dislocate your elbow. Until I dislocated my elbow. <clears throat> and I did have a lot of people tell me that they didn't care that I broke my elbow. So. Well, because you said you were doing it without a rope, right? So. Right, which is my fucking fault. <clears throat> right, Oops. I probably would have laughed, to be honest. I think, I think we need to preface this. <laughs> I think we need to preface this with uh, climbing is inherently dangerous. Don't do anything you don't know how to do without proper guidance. Please don't. Try rock climbing if you don't know what you're doing. Okay, so now that he's made that disclaimer, uh, if you've never rock climbed before, just go out there without a harness or any safety gear and just do it. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what I did. Just and boulder Yosemite pussy, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All the way up. All just way up, up. boulder up the nose. You know that's called a free solo. Alex Honnold did that once. No, it's called bouldering. Um, free was solo? It Pete? You mean like the, the people Whitaker? who climb without harnesses all the time? People do that all the time. Yeah. Wasn't there like a there was a guy who uh, soloed it with a rope? He led soloed it, which is almost more impressive. You guys are you guys are bad at explaining things for people who don't know things oh, about the topic. I'll I'll, gi- I'll give the rundown because <laughs> okay. it's right, you're so. you're speaking to people who chances are they haven't climbed before. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all right, I'll 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 give the rundown because these bozos are a little all over the place. So especially Josiah. Okay. <laughs> oh, <you're telling> me. <laughs> so we got we got rope and non-rope climbing. Non-rope climbing involves uh, bouldering, which are usually shorter in height and more focused on pure strength and muscle ups. Um, not a fan of that because I'm itty bitty and it's really, really hard to be sh- this, like that strong. What is this oh, shit? Unlimited minutes. <laughs> Can you clear that? Um, Please see the mouse. Sorry. But yeah, uh, okay. it's, it's a lot more involved with, uh, your, your strength capacity. Uh, very like short, big bursts of, of energy. Um, and then there's rope climbing, which involves uh, top rope, lead climbing, sport climbing, same-ish, and uh, trad. Um, and well, trad? I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. She's Calm doing down. a seminar. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm having... I'm, We're I not have on a, that slide yet. Yeah. Wait for the PowerPoint. Questions at the end. Wait, hold on. I want to pause you for a second. We've already done that. Josiah's seed looks really cool that he left. Does it not? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not no offense, dude. It just looks really cool. Anyways, you can keep going. Just kick Josiah out and leave the chair. <laughs> you, can, you can keep going go with your uh, explanation Don't of climbing. Ah, boo! <laughs> I had to grab my nuts. All right. Can they stick into you? Oh, my nuts! No, like they weren't sticking to you. Okay, but yeah, that's that's yeah, more more climbing gear. Um. Yeah, so where was I? Uh, you just said trad. Yeah. Then... Rope climbing in general is longer routes, more endurance focused, more technique focused. I mean, I guess they both involve technique, but um, 
I, I'd say like rope climbing allows for more focus on the delicacy and like the the exactness of foot and hand placement. I really like that. I, I definitely prefer ropes. Um, so top rope, you have the anchor fixed at the very top already. So you just go up and down. Um, lead, you have gear and intermittently you bring the rope up already tied to you. And you anchor in at every, I like to call it like a save point, you know, you just get to save your progress. And if you die, you get to come back to it. Um, and then if only you really uh, died. That's the dream, you know, you know, I'll drink for that. <laughs> as he Wait eats until fucking whatever he's eating, airheads or whatever. Or he has like, a problem. Yeah. Those are delicious, dude. Those are fucking amazing. Did you buy like um, an industrial size pack of those? Those are so good. So rock climbing. <laughs> so um, I've already asked these two, I think, on their episodes. But uh, what got you into rock climbing in the first place? Ooh, um... Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> 60 bars. That's the bars he has. Okay. Yeah. So what got you into no rock climbing? In uh... Well, I've always been kind of very energy intensive. I've always just been like super uppity. Like, I'm pretty sure you've seen me at seven in the morning and I'm like literally jamming out to dance, Gavin Dance. Like, do you hear that, Emily? (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever. I mean, you know, the ass crack of dawn and I'm already like, you know so a way to burn energy yeah uh pretty much i went to college and i just showed up at the rock climbing wall and i just kept coming back and it's no it's one no one sh- no one like showed introduced you to it or like you just kind of fell upon it on your own yeah um i was really really fortunate to have a really good climbing community i mean in general the climbing community is very open they'll like Anybody is welcome, um, especially uh, the Climbing Mavericks at the University of Texas at Arlington. Um, we uh, that was my climbing team. Um, little, and little I was shout out fort- there. Yep, I was very fortunate. Hi, dinner. Um, I was fortunate enough to um, you know be a founding member for that uh, for that team, which is really really cool. Um, but they were all so welcoming so friendly and eventually i kind of started doing some fuck shit so whatever happened at the end is probably on me i won't discount that but i i mean if you're cool they're cool and i don't know everybody's just everybody's good with everybody you know mm-hmm. yeah. and i think that a lot of that kind of really kept me coming back because they were just real chill people and Good. Good yeah. time. Heroin chills people out too, so mm. true. You know, they have similarities, rock climbing and heroin. So if you're into one or the other, you know. Um <laughs> Dude, well, imagine if you now? did imagine if you did lines and then went and fucking rock climbed. You snorted okay, heroin. Isn't that no, isn't that just how Spider Man came to be? Snorted some heroin, <laughs> started climbing shit. Like you got a good point. Like, oh yep. <laughs> He's fucking I mean, basically, it's just Marvel in a nutshell. I mean, someone snorted something they weren't supposed to, and now you got fucking talking tree and a talking raccoon. Kind of how it goes. Guardians of the Galaxy? That was written before Marvel was uh, that popular. We're back on if you want. Either way. Either way. See, I think, I, think, I think the better story here is how Nathan got into rock climbing. Yeah, did you talk about it on your episode, Nathan, or did you not? Can't I don't remember. remember. Okay. I don't think so. Well, if you want to tell it, you should turn your mic towards you and then tell us. Should I just tie it into how I did too? Josiah, you talked you talked about your motorcycle thing and then getting into it on on your episode last time. Oh my god. Poor Nathan. Um how this happened. Oh yeah, I just got off work early one day and this motherfucker uh texts me. He's like, Wanna go rock climbing? I'm like I don't know how I feel about climbing rocks, but I'll come watch nonetheless. Then I watched this. Excuse me. I watched this goon um, rappel down a fucking rope, set up an anchor, and then rappel down rope. He's like, I'm going to climb it. I'm like, all right, you do that, dog. And then he climbed it, 
And he's like, you want to try? I'm like, not really. That's kind of sus. I don't know if I trust that. And then I don't know why. Instead of starting from the bottom, like when you how you should climb, I was on top of the wall because we were outside. And <clears throat> if you've never touched climbing equipment before, you look at it and you're like, this looks pretty simple. It's not that hard after you know how to work a Grigory or an ATC. But when you're looking at it for the first time, there's even diagrams on it telling you how to do it. And you put it on backwards and you're like, this is going to fucking kill me. So um, after after I figured out how to put a Grigory on and a Microtrax on the right way, uh, descended that wall and I'm like, damn, this is actually kind of kind of enjoyable. Um, and then ever since then, um, <clears throat> easy peasy, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you forgot you forgot the whole sketch part of this. I got into rock climbing like the week before, mm, climbed yeah. a tree with mm. my rope. Mm-hmm. And was like, okay, I have the stuff to go rock climbing locally. <laughs> let's go. Let's go try it. Those are different so things. Trees rock- and rocks are different. Just want to let everybody yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that you climbed a tree first with your equipment. I think that's beautiful. Well, the the I intention. Climbed a tree, now I can climb a rock. <laughs> <laughs> the the intention was to climb trees and put my hammock like way up in trees and just hang out. But I just didn't enjoy it but a lot of the gear like crosses over. So I was like, I'm going to go try rock climbing. So like a couple days before this, I went out and I rock climbed by myself and I didn't die. And so I was like, Nathan, come out and try this. And he was so hesitant. He did not. He was like, this is going to kill me. Like, no. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is a little scary when you have a device the size of your palm that needs to everybody. hold your weight. I meant to hit the bonk on him. Thank you. Thank you. But it's, it's, you can only feed something, you know, two ways on this device and you feed it one way, you die, you feed it the other way and you won't die. So I don't know. So I, from a distance told him how to do this and he went down a wall with me. Who's gone rock climbing once. (laughs) It was a bad idea. We did so many things wrong, but we're alive. Can you lay out this way? Gonna, in my defense, um, I also didn't know he was a novice at this. I assumed he sounded like he was kind of an expert and he knew what he was talking about. And he's like, yeah, I've only done this once. I'm like, <laughs> all right. See, I think it's funny you guys won't admit that the reason you like rock climbing is the same reason you like riding motorcycles. You just gave up one dangerous thing for another dangerous thing. Yeah, I know. We've said that multiple times. Because, like, that's the scariest part. That That's what I was most hesitant about getting into rock climbing or just doing it for the first time is just trusting the gear. It's not really – the heights don't really scare me. It's just trusting that either that carabiner or all those carabiners or those knots or your harness or you're going to have all that gear is going to hold and you're not going to have a point of failure and fall and die Yeah, uh, or cripple yourself. I think I think the biggest difference between motorcycles and rock climbing is motorcycles. You're not in control really of like external factors. If someone wants to pull out in front of you, they're going to pull out in front of you. Sometimes you're going to get out of it. Sometimes you're not. Rock climbing. I tell my fiance, you can make it as safe as you want or as dangerous as you want. It just depends on how. But in a theory, you're still you're not in with. control, right? Because like what Nathan just said is trusting the gear. Something's fucked up with your gear you're not in control at that point. I mean, the number one, the number one thing with rock climbing is redundancy. So, oh, so you also, you also choose to climb on that gear to be fair. I mean, what do you mean? Like if you have a carabiner that's worn too worn, you put that carabiner <laughs> on that rope. instead of checking it. Or if you have a harness or your harness is fraying, you chose to put that, that, that on. I think what he's trying to say is if you're going down a road, regardless, you don't get, the choice of someone pulling out in front of you and killing you i guess well you you but, also have a choice in who you choose to belay you and if they're not paying attention and you're trying to make a move and you or you're not even trying to make a move and you just slip and they're not paying attention you're done so buddy well yeah it, i mean even with that even if you're uh top rope soloing i mean it's just trust and it, it's in your granted granted i guess if you are being belayed that's different but because I mean, you can't play yourself on like just on don't sport fall. climbing. Just don't fall. Well, I guess in that same in that same vein, 
rock climbing is strictly recreational and riding a motorcycle is a form of transportation in your vehicle. Mm. You also have to... I mean, we, we live remember. in Minnesota, so it's special for us. But people in California, there are people that only own motorcycles, so it's just how they. Well, get yeah, no, I understand that. Though you have like you guys, you can lane split in Cali, though. Oh yeah, yeah, and in Europe, yeah, in Europe, that's like I think the motorcycle is still more popular than a car. Yeah, I think yeah. I think India is big on it too. Well, yeah, that's because. Yeah, they India. got like seven people stacked on that thing, though. So it's not exactly a good example of <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> what say, we're talking about. <laughs> traffic in India, Jesus Christ! They don't so have any. Well, they don't have any traffic laws. Yeah. All gas, no brakes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, not that anymore. Channel 5 with Andrew Callahan, please. That's mm-hmm. all we accept I here. Agree. <laughs> I agree. I guess rock climbing is more of a calculated risk than an uncalculated. Where motorcyclists, you're kind of... Yeah, you go so, with the variables. I mean, I've seen you I almost die a lot more times on a motorcycle than I've almost seen you die on uh, rock climbing. That is true. Fair. But how about but me? But how many times have you rock has he rock climbed with you comparatively to a lot? Motorcycle? Oh, actually, they're probably pretty damn close. Uh, there was a time where we we're going like three times a week, every week. Excuse riding me, excuse me. Riding, we wrote, we wrote a shit ton. But I want to say for the record here that um, Josiah saying like, oh, it's not always your fault or whatever on a motorcycle. Um, this is the motherfucker who was like, I got a race suit. I'm gonna go touch a knee. Let's do ninety around a corner. Hey, calculated calculate <laughs> risk is there gravel on that corner no we already went past it at 60 then you guys remember 90. you guys remember when we went up to towards brainerd and then we went on those really windy roads and we oh, all yeah. almost got fucked on that corner that had a lot of gravel we all almost died See, the, <laughs> Dude, the thing is, think is about you weren't time. up there the first time me and nathan went up there the first time me and nathan went up there we thought we were hot shit and took a corner that was supposed to be like a 35 mile an hour corner at like 50 uh and we ditched it on the far side both of us oh really oh yeah. nice <laughs> wait i've never heard this well, story. well okay 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 you guys so the, hide the road movie. the road it was really it was a really hard it was a really hard left into a really no it was a really hard right into a really hard left and it was a blind left so the road like almost eld but it had a very very slight bend and we were coming way too fucking hot because it looked like it just kept going out, but it didn't. It just went boop. And we just, and then it curved back. So me and Josiah were whoop, in the ditch and back on the road. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we, was I mean, bad. We, we stayed upright, but we were riding the ditch. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that for y'all. And then remember, remember those, t- remember that time when we went up to Brainerd, it was all three of us in that really big, that really big corner where you touched neon, that really big one, mm-hmm. the really sloping long left. And then we had that high, uh, that Harley dude in front of us right before we got to that. And I'm like, nah, we ain't coming back here to hit this corner. We're not going 30 around this corner. And he just, we passed him. He's like, he just flicks us off. Yeah. As we were passing him. And then, yeah. oh, and then we turned around because we, we, we finished the road and we wanted to, we wanted <laughs> we to hit the curbs again. again. We passed him again and we we're flick, flicking him up. Goddamn Harley people. President <laughs> get shot that day. Whereas the Harley people are like, goddamn sport bike people. Well, I don't get why he's mad. So, like, we didn't do anything wrong. So slow. We passed him in a passing zone. And, like, yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if we're speeding. He doesn't need to flick us off. We didn't do anything dangerous. We just passed him. Like, we're speeding. That's the dangerous part. But that's only dangerous for us. We passed right. him Motor- safely. Motorcycles is the most inclusive but divided <laughs> community I've ever been in. Because everyone, like, when I crashed my bike, I had a Harley guy stop. And he was an EMT. And he was awesome. And like I met a lot of uh, Harley guys at gas stations and stuff that are really really nice, but at the same time, Harley guys hate sport bike guys are assholes and they never and win. vice versa. But we all get along. I don't. It's the weirdest thing to explain to someone who's never been in it. But it's like waving at someone every time you see a motorcycle. Harley guys will never wave at a cruiser or at sport bikes. But yeah, they, you they don't do the next biker. They don't do the biker wave. They're super no. friendly. What gets me is like they're I don't know what they're fucking upset about like Harley riders will be mad at you if you're like speeding or whatever doing a wheelie or whatever and it's like bro you're not even wearing gear like most Harley riders are not wearing gear so I don't know what they're fucking mad at <laughs> leather vest and majority of injuries injuries happen on your extremities like yeah that's gonna do a lot dog yeah doesn't have a helmet on uh huh okay blasting some bullshit music so everybody can Good hear luck it with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> that's the I most annoying part. It. 
I, I hate pulling yeah. up next to a Harley person and there's just some fucking loud ass music. It's like, keep that to yourself, bro. Well, same with vehicles, actually. Just a regular car. Turn your goddamn radios down, people. <laughs> no, it is the greatest thing ever pulling up next to an 05 clapped out Honda Civic lowered to the ground with subs in it where you can see the glass flexing and, you know, <laughs> whatever playing, just the whole car fuming smoke. I mean, come on. It's the greatest thing. Party anthem. Yeah. 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 Party rockers in the house tonight? Mm-hmm. It's blaring it. Volume 100. Do I sound old complaining about people's music? No, I don't think so at all. But maybe that makes me old, too. Giving you guys dad vibes over here. <laughs> Turn the goddamn music down, kids! <laughs> I mean, technically, you are the oldest. That is true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Do you not to not to throw back to motorcycles, but do you remember that one time we were God, what was it? It was me and you. We're on the highway, right? And okay. we're we're going away from the city that we lived in. Um and this what was it? It was a Pontiac. It was a Pontiac, and they came flying past us. We're just like, all right. I'll oh, fight. yeah, yeah, I do remember and this. <laughs> we were I wasn't going. here for this, was I? No, no you, you had already left. Or, and they or looked something. at us, and I'm just like, all right, I'll bite. Downshift, look at the speedometer, going 120. I'm like, bro, this is kind of sus. I don't like doing this on a highway where there's a bunch of cars and cops. And you just keep going. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. I think you got to like 150 and they were yeah. still fucking kicking I, ass. I was I'm doing like, I was doing 145 is what my speedometer said, and they were still pulling away from me. So I was like, what the yeah. fuck is in that? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. People be gapping you in a Pontiac. <laughs> well, first of all, to be fair, we weren't even it wasn't racing. They just fucking no. sped past us like really they went, fast. They were already cooking ass <laughs> when they passed us. And then they waved and then we passed them because they went to go to the speed limit. And then they to the next town over, they they went past me at they passed me and they like waved at me. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I will say motorcycles is the weirdest thing because you find the weirdest vehicles that take you to Gapplebee's. Like <laughs> there was one or day just want to race. Yeah. Everyone. Or just want to race. But like, you're just trying you're, to go to work at six o'clock in the morning. There's a riced out fucking Ultima pulls up beside you and this guy fucking revs bombs it and you hear his transmission commit <laughs> sewer slide. And then you just like, what the fuck just happened to just trying to go to work. <laughs> Or there's other times where you pull up to a stoplight in the middle of freaking nowhere and a Tesla P100D pulls up behind you. Oh, that's going to be you. You let them in front of you and then they proceed to whoop your ass. Well, yeah, man. Well, of course. They won't beat you in top speed, though. Teslas aren't great on top speed. not that fast. Either way, that thing goes fast as hell. Yeah. Oh, motorcycling. So dangerous. Motorcycles are so fun. Yeah. I, I have an e-bike. It goes 30 miles an hour, and and that's top speed. So, yeah, no. Even that that's sounds enough fun. for you. Even that yeah. sounds fun at this point, <laughs> not having Honestly, ridden a motorcycle in a while. E-bike, e-bike is lit. I, I named him Michael, so. Solid. Strong. You ever, you ever do the electric scooters, like the lime? I was about to ask if you ever did the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I want to rent one when it's not cold and i want to um we can take it on the on the midtown greenway on the whole oh that sounds so that sounds so romantic so you said you're uh you're into like arts and crafts and things is that something that's been like a lifelong thing for you and how did you originally get into that okay so here's the thing about my arts and crafts because there's always something i want to try right Mm -hmm. But I'm me, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is like the neurodivergency talking, but if I'm not good at it straight out of the gate, no. Then you I don't, you, you don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, okay. sometimes there are things that'll be like, okay, yeah, I can, I can work on this. I can practice. This. Like, like, like dating sewing. Nathan. <laughs> you say Nathan is a piece of work? <laughs> Okay, That's a very sorry, good one. sorry, you can keep going. <laughs> We're good. all very good that at that. Was, that was pretty solid. I'll, I'll give you that. It's okay. Uh, sometime we've we've gotten him trained well enough so he can go off leash sometimes. Okay, well, that's good. okay. That's yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. Uh, 
but like with sewing like I'll, I'll come back to it every once in a while like I can hem pants and stuff but like I've done like acrylic painting I've done jewelry making I've done like oh like I've I think I've done paper crafts um wow right yeah. now I work it's, it sounds like you've dabbled in a lot of things yeah so like I, I just kind of I like variety I think my whole life is just about variety because bisexual non-binary um not you know I just I'm kind of in the middle of everything everywhere and I think that's where I like to be I just kind of like to be in the thick of it so you want but you want to be good at something or you don't want to continue doing it so so these things that you come back to is it like you have enough talent like enough skill in it that you're still you still hold that interest yeah is that kind of yeah. how that goes okay yeah because it's it's like you know at some point you get really frustrated because uh for example I mean I did this like in middle school early high school but mm -hmm. when I was like dabbling in making jewelry I was constantly like stripping wire like I would I don't know what the hell I'd be doing with my pliers but like it would just end up super crimped and like it would be the metal would be just stripped off it just mm -hmm. didn't look clean and I wasn't super invested to the point where I would go ahead and just like look it up try again you know troubleshoot and all of that sometimes I have the patience for it a lot of times I just kind of move on to the next thing because there's a whole world out there and yeah, uh, I'm not going to dwell on what I can't do yeah yeah work on your strengths I totally get yeah. that I don't know I just like to to hop into it just just for the experience for the mm -hmm. for the I can say I've done it you know just don't knock it till you try it and I've tried many things I've got a motorcycle if you want to try that um yeah I'll five buy grand. that from you for uh five and a half grand <laughs> uh, 700 bucks I will buy it for <laughs> 30 and you have to buy me Listen, the Taco Bell hotel. That mo that motorcycle has been passed around the three of us like a dirty bitch, okay? So we can't be we so, can't be so buying that. So that motorcycle again. is like the town whore. Yeah, we can't. We got to get that out yep. of here. We got to get that we out of this group. We have all mounted that thing and we have all done dirty <laughs> corners to it. I don't know how to explain yeah. that. Yeah, only the only person who has it is the last owner evidently. Yeah, all he did was break it yeah <laughs> we've all we've all oh we've all violated that bike and put in our own fluids and yeah <laughs> all amounts of swass so much all swass. the sweaty ass all the swass oh anyways i'm not trying to get on motorcycles again <laughs> i beat the shit out of that okay you guys were having a good dialogue there i don't want to go back on motorcycles Okay, no, it's fine. Games here. What can you say? Like, we're, uh, I like, think to be yeah. fair. Go ahead. Oh no, no, you go ahead. I was gonna say to be fair. Um, all of, I didn't. I wasn't friends with Josiah in high school. Um, <laughs> we really just reconnected over both of our me getting a bike, and then I hit him up, and then I wouldn't know you if we didn't ride together. So yeah, motorcycles are literally the basis of our friend group. I was gonna say literally how it all came together. Yeah, motorcycle mm -hmm. and video game. Motorcycle first. Video so games after, yeah. I didn't even well, know. No, I, mean, I didn't even know Nathan played games in general. I think, wouldn't say. Like, uh oh, camera died. Rip, chief. You guys are frozen. Damn, I think our camera died. Camera died. Like you have a bat. What, what do you mean? It's wireless. Um. Nope. Okay. Well, anyways. Um. Yeah, motorcycle was kind of a whole reason we got together, and then Andy's here because of climbing. So what yeah. we're saying is hobbies bring people together. Right. Well, Weird how that happens. I Emily's mean, it here. It would have just been like a one-off thing. I'm pretty sure because our first date was climbing, and um, he was cute. And I I forgot what the exact context was, but I was like, yeah, I'm just I kind of hate men, just like in general, <laughs> and not not this. that I'm I would like to disclose that I'm not about the kill all men movement. Like I I believe that y'all are have way too much power in general, but please just can I, can we have some just a little bit just just a little, please. You, uh, don't um, you? Don't you already? Uh-oh. Mm, oh, I'm not going to argue, but I'm just saying <laughs> it could okay. be debated, sure. But but yeah, he was Oh, you guys flip sides now. Look at this. He was cute and then he said <laughs> yeah, we kind of <laughs> Perfect time to say he was cute. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I've just been trying to 
capitalize on on my newfound confidence um monetarily uh and that hasn't gone super well but uh you know what all the photos that my friends have taken of me modeling for them really just giving a real good boost to my ego that's good. Ego is better than money, right? Wait, oh. is ego not a good thing? I can't actually figure it out these days. Ego is not a good thing. I mean, it's, it's okay to have your ego fed, um, being egotistical, which ego and egotistical things. So being very egotistical is not necessarily a good thing, depending on how you look at it. If yourself, maybe you like that about yourself. Looking at other people, not a great thing. Certified therapist. Oh. Oh. N- no. No, she's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could have fooled wow. you, though, huh? Don't touch. So, yeah, um, speaking of uh, uh, financial, hey, Nathan, uh, how are the stocks doing? Um, This week was shit. Friday was good. I think Dow was at 500 points. All the people who were here, like, enjoying the conversation about climbing and the motorcycles, and then we start talking about Buddy, and they're just... Get me out of here as quick as possible. <laughs> Where are we? Hello? Yeah. Well, in the middle, see, we can switch it up more. In the middle of all that, I had the thought of, uh, was it Sonder? The feeling of basically realizing that everyone has their own life, ambition, and whatever, just as complex as your own. Like, we all had 20-something years, whatever, beforehand. There's a whole bunch of these emotions that don't make any sense but we've all probably felt, yeah. Josiah, are you going through something? <laughs> I was going to say, are you like, <laughs> it's not a phase, mom. Are I, you projecting? He is planning a uh, wedding. He yeah, is. to be fair, yes. I do understand. Okay. I've, got the, I've got the interwebs here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he really is a fucking dad already. Holy shit. Josiah, how much you had to drink before this? No, yeah. nothing. I'm sober. Oh, okay. <laughs> just yeah, checking. She tried. She tried. Yeah, yeah, I tried. It's just life okay. didn't let me. You got the interwebs? No. What do you have up there? Rubitosis. Zoom, Zoom in on your fucking nose, you dirty whore. Rubitosis. Rubitosis. The unsettling awareness of your own heartbeat. <laughs> oh, you're just like general. You're you're looking for all of the words of familiar. Wait, what feeling. do you mean? Yep. What do you mean? The unsettling realization of your own heartbeat. Yeah, like I don't know what you mean. Like you don't feel your heartbeat all the time, but if you think about you it, you think do. About it. What is it for breathing? Same thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a bunch of them on here. Why did you randomly think about this? It was something when Nathan and Andy were talking about meeting each other. I was like, it reminded me of Sa- Sonder, which is like the people having their own life kind of thing. It's like the realization of it. Oh, he's a romance because he's getting married. Mm-hmm. Aww. Oh, I guess. Wow. I guess. That's amazing. I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's O C C H I O L I S M. It's like occultism or something like that. The awareness of the smallness of your perspective by which you couldn't possibly draw any meaningful conclusions at all about the world or past or complexities of culture. I think Emily and I have had a conversation that resulted in that. So, a few times maybe. Mm hmm. Yeah, I love that shit. I love feeling insignificant in the world. Well, realizing how small your perspective is can really make you like back down on a lot of these strong opinions you have about things. Yeah. Like I... really how small we are in the world compared to like everything else. Like we are nothing. Yeah. And we don't know shit. We don't we won't ever know everything. No one will ever know everything. We barely and know that's... anything. Right. Well the other the other the other side of this too is that like what if people have gotten to this point before and don't like they did something wrong like we already did and they've already been wiped out i think it's like the dark forest theory or something like that wouldn't there be evidence of that bro somebody pass him a blunt basically like what if there's something in the universe (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot bigger and a lot scary and the reason we're not finding anything else on different planets and stuff is because everyone's shut up because they're worried about this whatever is going around Remember Jamestown? <clears throat> Wait, what do you mean? That's why, it's a, that's why it's a theory, though. Someone should look this up quick because it's going to describe it a lot better than I well, can. But what, basically, what do you what do you what do you mean? Because, like, in terms of things, I'm confused. Because do you just mean everywhere, like space? 
Yeah. You, you mean other yeah. planets? Uh, what do you mean? So they just shut up like like they're hiding on most planets? What do you mean? <laughs> we would be able to detect that. I don't know. Well, here's the here's the thing. Space is also infinite, and if you account, I mean, I don't know. We're gonna get deep real quick, aren't we? You know what I? You know what I used to ask people? <clears throat> I would go, um, try to imagine what you think is at the edge of the universe, right? That you can't. Okay, and then so I'd be like, "There's here's a good exercise. The universe is infinite, so there's no edge, so you can't imagine the edge, right? Because right. it's ever expanding. But right. nothing in our world is legitimately infinite. So what would the edge be like? It would be an extended into another universe. So how would it differ? How would it differ from the universe we're in currently? Uh oh, we're getting dimensions now. I used to do that to people, especially when we were smoking, mm-hmm. and then people were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Speaking of smoking. <laughs> so I found I found the Dark Forest theory in like simple terms. Um, it comes from a sci-fi book, The Dark Forest, by I can't pronounce his name, but he basically says that any life has sustained itself uh, has a core desire for self-protection. Because of this, it is safer for any species who discovers another species to annihilate them rather than risk being annihilated by them. So when you're moving in a dark forest, you strike before you can be struck. The alien species in the novel all hide in silence, knowing that communication is the most dangerous uh, thing for people receiving the communication. So basically, there could be a whole bunch of life around us that we're not hearing from just because they're protecting themselves. Well, it's too bad well, that that's in a that sci-fi, would so be, it's a fiction. Didn't that, didn't that theory also <laughs> say that they'd annihilate you first? That's what they're scared of. So, that, like, Is that why species go extinct, extinct on Earth? I don't know, but it's it's basically saying that, you know, because we're reaching out so much, we're going to find something and we're going to get fucking destroyed. Mm, what do you I think, don't know. I, don't, I, I think the space is too big for that. I mean, the odds of that happening is obviously infinite. Space is too big, though. Like, there, if there's no end. I got a big one for you guys. Bruh, we've only space seen. Space is fake. Space is fake. <laughs> yeah, space answer. is fake. You know what answer. we shouldn't have done? You know what we really should have done? When Bezos went to space, we should have let him, we shouldn't have let him come back. Left him there. Should have left him there. Deal. I mean, it's not like he's right. doing anything anymore. Yeah. He sold Taylor, Amazon, what's your so. what's your deep thoughts here? I just said my deep thoughts. Emily, you haven't sorry. you ever get any thoughts like that? Or you ever add a question that you asked somebody like the one that I was just mentioning? I try to imagine. You ever think that lot like or think about things like that? Like Like, what's the craziest, like, I just fucked my own mind moment you've ever had? Why do we park so in driveways and drive day, in parkways? I was hiking with my boyfriend. <laughs> Stop. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that was the biggest what the fuck moment. You fucked your mind. Broke my brain. <laughs> when you said yes. <laughs> like, why? No, uh, not why. Oh, just never thought it was gonna happen. But yeah, I mean, you can like joke around and hint at things, but it's different to like have a conversation about it. Actually, the person I left down on their knee broke me. Agreed. That's way too sweet for this podcast. People are gonna we, think we actually born, love each other. We've <laughs> we've warned people several times. Like there are gonna be gushy moments. Yeah. Anyways, just, back to just... Ukraine and Russia, am I right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're literally about to delete each other. Uh, no, to, to correct that... Um, that was a great you? follow-up. We're talking about some really sweet shit. And the, mm-hmm. You guys were legitimately talking about it. Nathan did the bit. <laughs> I mean, Ukraine's gonna get, gonna get smashed in by Russia and... Russia's going to get smashed in by everything else. That's okay. As long as we're together. Yeah. <laughs> now we've we tied it all in. Affair. Now we've tied it all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, but like legitimately about space or anything. Right. What was the question? <laughs> if you've ever had like a what the fuck moment that like broke your brain, like your own thought though. I mean, why do we drive in? Okay, we, we heard the joke already. Okay, and, and no, part, I and, need to know. There's a band called Nobody Parkway laughed. Drive, and they already ma- took your joke. So I'm leaving. Uh, Josiah, do you spend a lot of time like um, thinking about fucking 
Well, I guess you started this whole thing because you were having some weird introspective. Do you do that a lot? No, I don't. It's literally just this podcast, and I don't know why. (laughs) Just eyes on it. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. Near cardiac arrest. (laughs) Jesus. Can we talk about deja vu for a second? How the hell does that happen? There are several theories, but it kind of depends on what your beliefs are. Just deja vu. I don't. I, what do you know about deja vu, Josiah? Like, I'll be doing something and I'll be like, I totally dream this or something. Most of the time, it's like I had a dream about this four months ago, and it's like I remember this exact like whatever situation, and I'm like, what is this and why? I get that, so confused anytime it that, happens. That actually isn't deja vu. That's uh, John Dasu. Okay, then that. What? Is, what the heck is that? I mean, uh, you can look it up. What do you mean? What's deja vu then, Nathan? I don't, I don't know. Go look it up. It's the feeling of like you've been there before. Deja vu is like the feeling of deja having, vu is having the memory again in French directly. They, they yeah, all, yeah, it's like about having the memory. Thing they're just different. Presque or it's um, presque. Vu so, do you want to hear the different things that I've heard about it? Or sure. Well, I've heard from really babes. From really religious people, I've heard that it is a flashback into one of your previous lives. Because they believe in this whole reincarnation thing. Because it's not reincarnation like as in... Uh, basically the belief is that you don't get to go to heaven until you get everything perfect in your life. Deja vu is like a sign that you that you are passing an important moment in your life that you need to correct in order to make your way into heaven. I've also heard that it is... Uh, I guess I only have two. I thought I had three, but I guess not. And then the other one is like basically that you are so... Um, Either because of stress or because of uh, like something physical or whatever, whatever it be, uh, you are extremely lightheaded and you think that you are recognizing the moment, but you're not. You're just lightheaded and can't focus on what's happening. So it feels well, like a dream, like you've dreamt. Well, what do you think? yeah, in psychology, the way it describes deja vu is just thinks you you subconsciously process what you're seeing before you consciously process it. So you think you've seen it before, but you really haven't is what, yeah, what okay. science looks as it. Like that's what they, that's what science thinks deja vu is. But I mean, I've, I've also, I've also had those times where you think, Holy shit, I definitely had a premonition of this moment mm-hmm. a long ass time ago. I feel like a lot oh, of us do. All right. <laughs> Okay. Ask, ask, right. Okay. What? What are we doing? <laughs> She's saying, "All right, like we're doing something." I got. I got it pulled up. So, all right. So we all know déjà vu, already seen. Um, expressing when you have done something and you experience the same feelings or this or the feeling that one has lived through the present situation before. Although some interpret deja vu in a paranormal context, mainstream scientific approaches reject the, ex- the explanation of deja vu as precognition or prophecy. Um, okay. I'll read the uh, other ones. Yeah. Two types of deja vu are recognized. The pathological deja vu, usually associated with epilepsy or that which, when usually prolonged or frequent or associated with other symptoms, such as hallucinations, may be an indicator of neurological or psychiatric no- illness. That sounds and like the pathological type characteristic <laughs> of healthy people, about two-thirds of whom who have had two deja vu experiences. Cool. Um, oh, people who travel more frequently. Uh, so, uh, yeah, or frequently watch films. So, like, if you travel a lot, watch a lot of movies, TV, whatever, you're more likely to experience deja vu than others. Okay. And then down here in related. Uh, okay. So there's jamais vu. Um, meaning never seen in French is of any familiar situation which is not recognized by the observer. Also described as the opposite of déjà vu, jamais vu involves a sense of eeriness and the observer's impression of seeing the situation for the first time, despite rashly knowing that they have been in the situation before. So it's like saying that you haven't done something but you have 
Okay. And then you have presque. And presque vu, uh, meaning almost seen, is the intense feeling of being on the very brink of a powerful epiphany, insight, or revelation without actually re- achieving the revelation. So it's like meditating, but without the climax. Yes. That's a weird way to put it, but I, we figured it out. We got there. The feeling is often therefore associated with a frustrating, tantalizing sense of incompleteness or near completeness. Sounds like edging so, to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like French talk for edging. Oh, <laughs> this is the one you were talking about, Nathan. Déjà rêvé, um, meaning already dreamed, is the feeling of having already <clears throat> dreamed something that is currently being experienced. That's so, dreaming so that's specific. The, okay. Did I have? Did I, did this happen in a dream? Or like, premonition? Yeah, it's like a premonition. You know what that just um, made me think of? This just made me think of. Um... Because I just played, I in like two weekends, I played through Half-Life Alex straight through. Um, and uh, you guys, have, have you both played VR before? Yes. Uh, okay, VR, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it definitely gives you the strong feeling that you are in there. Like, you're there. Like, it's not, it's not obviously not like super real, but it is like putting you in that situation. It does feel pretty real. So, like, I played all the way through Half-Life Alex, and... <laughs> It's really strange because after I stopped playing and still right now, like I think about when I was playing that game because like, it was a good game and it had a good story and everything. I think about my time playing that game and it literally feels like a memory. I'm tripping myself out every time I think about it. So I'm like, oh yeah, I did that. Like I did that thing, but I didn't. It's just a video game and I've never had that feeling about a game before. Like I'll sit there and play hours of a video game and not come away with that. The memory of that video game is me playing it. Well, but to, it's not the same with Half-Life Alex. Right, because to, well, do you feel like it's different because you were playing VR instead of like uh, on, it has on, to like, be it and like it ha- that and has to be it. At this, like looking at screen or a computer screen or however you would play. Yeah, it's just weird because I I played VR for a long time. I've had it since 2016. And it's like mm-hmm. it, so it just feels weird that that's the first game that's like giving me this weird false memory thing. My my I don't know. I think VR is a lot more immersive. It just depends on how far you get into it. And then I think it would have to, well, how many memories can you think of where you remember um, or where you can go back to a memory and you feel or you can feel like any senses besides sight and your hearing, right? Yeah. yeah I don't know about I, me I or you, but I there's not many memories I can recall that aren't just audio and are just auditory and visual, right? Yeah. Well, because those are the strongest senses. But yeah. right. But going under with what with what you're saying, I get what you're saying there. But like, I've played plenty of first person video games, and every time I think about that game, I go back to the memory and I think about me playing that game. Whereas with Half Life Alex, I don't think about me playing that. I literally think about it as if I was there. It's so strange. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with like the physical activity in it or something yeah because i'm like moving and that game puts you in situations that are kind of intense so then you're not you forget you're actually playing a game because you're focused so hard on passing the level Mm -hmm. it's kind of trippy it like like raises your heart rate and everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. fucking strange though i've been having that feeling for a while and i didn't tell anybody i actually keep forgetting to tell somebody about that fucking trippy freaking me out oh hey i live with this person (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> tell me I think you're great. she's great to talk to if any of you guys have emotional damage you want to talk about real quick emotional damage <laughs> no we want I we mean, want to get to the bottom of how josiah is feeling you know what i mean my blender Ooh. exploded how do you expect me to feel <laughs> what is your ice maker making ice? that's deep uh yes it that's is i just deep. cleaned it then who fucking cares my blender exploded. Huh? Fate, dude. Contact hey, how long have we been going? For a warranty. Do you want to be done with this? How long have we been going? Over an hour. Just a little. Over an hour. Uh, to be fair, there's a bunch of cutting you'll have to do. That is, uh, that is a fact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, a lot in, <laughs> I did a lot in high school, but I'll catch up again. So. Same. <laughs> 
I worked at a grocery store, so I also had a box cutter. I know what you mean. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Similar situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was on I a had diet. had a lot of pickle boxes. Did you say you were on a diet? Yeah, I was cutting. because he was on a fucking wrestling team Cut, over cutting here. Cutting carbs. No, I, was I wasn't. Like, I promise. Know. I was not on a diet. <laughs> I only eat carbs. Bro, somebody in my school, he got told that he was on the wrestling team. And the whole wrestling team told him that if he wanted to cut weight really dramatically, that all he has to do is shove a water bottle up his ass. And so he decided to go ahead and do that <laughs> and no. tell everybody in the school. And then he Why? goes, it doesn't make any sense, though, because I didn't drop any weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's on him, man. That's oh. his fault. He's a fucking idiot. impressive. <laughs> that he would have had an, if he just drank it. No, are we talking? Are we talking like smart water bottle, like palm bottle? Yeah, I, this depends because if you get like the cheap ass ones, those are ribbed. Dasani <laughs> or Nathan's like those feel a lot better. Are we talking like five hour energy bottle? Wait, 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 wait. Is it important of what what brand of water it is? Not not the bottle, not the bottle design, but the, is it important? Of the quality of the water. Hey, I will say uh, Dasani. Oh it's yeah, different. were they were they telling him to put the entire bottle or like pour the water from <laughs> okay. the bottle? Um, yeah. Here's like, what you guys need or, to know. Or both. I or, mean, yeah. Or like, I don't know the I don't know the back I don't know the backstory like on that. Was it a specific order that it had to be done in? But here here's in what size? Here's the school that I come from. Okay. You're from the backwoods. They, in order to join the football team, they would somehow molest you. In one way or another. So one I'm kid, in. one kid nice. got a broomstick up his ass, and the other kid he got the double thumber. Damn. And now you guys definitely, that... you guys definitely heard about this. It was in the newspaper statewide. I was gonna say that happened on uh, 50, 13 Reasons Why, but either way. But yeah, he got the he got the double oh, thumber. Oh, you watched that? You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what my school. Oh shit, that's what my school is known for. Damn. So pretty. Oh, and we're known for Brett Farb. He came from so there. all so, in the same realm. So it turns out that molesting people in their ass makes them a really good football player. I was say you either have Brett Favre or you shove water bottles up your ass, or both. I that's mean, it, how is that? Both. That's how Brett Favre got there. Oh, probably. Yeah. You know how hydrated he was, and then they grew up to beat their wives. America. Uh, that's <laughs> a hot I don't know take. If Brett Favre did that specifically, but just I mean, football players in general. We got, um, I don't know who beat their wives, but we got that. Never mind. They played that butthole sound. Hey, who wants to see a fucking butthole? (laughs) (laughs) For a second, what did I come back to? (laughs) What? What else you got? Okay, I got nothing. I think that I think we can. I think we can safely wrap this one up. Oh, thank God! Thank God! Oh man, Josiah is just dead inside over there. He's still okay, th- you also look at my gaming heart. chair. Look at this. <laughs> it's just a kitchen chair. <laughs> yeah, we were talking I mean, about isn't it. your desk just a kitchen table? No, it's not. No, no, no. You actually have a desk now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we went to IKEA together. All yes. of us. Hell yeah. Well, hey, thanks for coming on this impromptu podcast. We should have said it at the top, actually. Yeah. That way, if people are expecting anything, Maybe I'll just cut this and put this in the beginning. Perfect. But our yeah. guest, our guest for today, didn't show, and uh, instead of recording one tomorrow, we just uh, impromptu did this with these guys because they were there. So we didn't even have a topic. And hey, thanks a lot, guys. I we just made it. Here. We made it further than an hour, mostly talking about motorcycles, as we do. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you guys want to be on an episode, you can email youarethehostpod at gmail.com. In the subject line, you put submission if you'd like to be on an episode. If you want us to talk about something, you can put question or commentary in the subject line. If you are listening to this podcast on any of the podcast platforms, you can also find a video version of this podcast on YouTube. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.